You're listening to episode number 35 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I am really excited to have this conversation with you, although it is a conversation that I think many mamas shy away from, and that is how to recover after you've lost your temper. Now, I want you guys to really be thinking about after you've implemented this strategy a few times, it's a five-step system that I'm going to be teaching you. I want you to teach it to your children and your spouse. It is so incredibly important to be self-aware and to equip yourself and your family so that you guys can learn how to recover from these meltdowns, but then also how to prevent them in the future. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to find peace and passion in motherhood and business so that you can have more time for the things that matter, like Netflix and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to chat with you today about this very important topic. I know it is not glamorous and it is something that a lot of us keep private and we don't really want to talk about. And so that is why I wanted to share this topic with you. I want to give you a strategy for how to handle these situations because we know that we are going to have hard days, right? It's just not a question of if, it's a question of when. So I want you to feel empowered. I want you to know that you're not alone, that these days are going to happen. These moments are going to happen. And there are some certain steps that we can take in order for us to be able to bounce back, to be able to recover, and then to be able to move on with our life. Now, before we jump in, I want to let you guys in on a little secret because you are my VIP people. You listening are what gets me excited and what gets me out of bed in the morning, honestly. And that super exciting news is that I'm going to be launching a membership very soon, and it is actually going to be a mastermind community. It is going to be a place for mamas to come, to feel supported, but also to be educated, And so that's just the little teaser that I'm giving you right now. I'm not going to go into any more details, but know that that is coming. And I am so ridiculously excited. I wish you guys could see my face right now. This is what I was created to do. And so I am so excited to be pouring into you mamas and teaching you what I have learned. And also to let you know that this is a journey that we are on. We are never going to arrive and be this perfect mom or this perfect wife or this perfect business owner. We are always going to be faced with 
distractions and circumstances that we can't control and the decision of whether or not we are going to be positive and uplifting or if we're going to be negative and complain and just give in to all of the negativity in the world. And so I just want to let you guys know that as we walk through these steps today, I am not perfect. There are way too many times that this still happens to me. And so I know that it is a day-by-day decision of what we're going to do after it happens. So I get asked all the time, is it too late to positive parent? Is it too late to make changes? Have I already screwed up my kids? Is it too late? I hear that question a lot. And I want to let you know, it's not too late. It's never too late. Even if you have grown children, it's not too late to change your attitude. It's not too late to change how you react in certain situations. But for those of you that have younger kids, count this as a blessing that you are learning this information right now so that you can turn around and teach it to your kids while they're little and while they are still a sponge soaking in everything that you say. There's this mantra that I came up with a couple of weeks ago. And if you follow me on Instagram, I shared it over there. And I was just really tired of always being angry at my kids and always kind of expecting the worst from them. Like as soon as I woke up in the morning, I kind of just had this bad taste in my mouth. I kind of had this feeling of how the day was going to go because that's how yesterday went. That's how the day before went. And I just, I was setting my kids up for failure before they even woke up. And I know that this is so crucial because I've studied child psychology. I know the brain research that goes into this, that the way that we think about our children, the way that we talk about our children in front of them and about them, that is who they are going to become. Because if they hear it over and over again, even if we don't say flat out words like you are a bad kid or you are naughty, even if we don't say those words to them, they know they're disappointing us. They know they're letting us down. And so I really want you guys to start to think about the words that you're saying out loud in front of your kids. The, like even if you're talking to your spouse about them or a sibling or a grandparent or whoever it is, they can hear you. And even if you don't think they can hear you, what if they did hear you? How do you want to shape the, the developing brain of your child? How do you want them to think about themselves? So here's the mantra that I came up with. Every day is a new opportunity to make new choices and be someone different. And this empowers your children. This empowers you. This empowers your spouse. This empowers anyone listening right now. That just because you made mistakes yesterday doesn't mean that you're that same person today. Just because you've messed up in the past doesn't mean that you are messed up, right? So I want you guys to kind of wrap your head around that and understand that every day is a brand new opportunity to make new choices. You get to choose who you are and every day is a is a gift. And so I told my children that like every morning that you wake up, I am going to go into the day without any preconceived notions of who you were yesterday. So you get a brand new slate. You get to start clean, fresh, start over. 
This also doesn't mean that they can just totally excuse their behavior, right? I don't want them to think that they can just mess up and then no big deal, it doesn't have consequences. So of course I teach my children that, you know, once you say words, once you hurt someone, once you, you know, whatever it is, once you actually do the thing or say the thing that's hurtful to someone, you can't take it back. And so that is what I try to teach my children every single day. And that is what I want to teach you today. And if you're just starting out on this journey of positive parenting and what you have been learning is a new concept or what you hear today is a new concept, I want you to know that there are going to be times that you mess up. There are going to be times that you fall short. There are going to be times that you want to revert back to who you were yesterday. Those easy, simple patterns of correcting and directing your children and trying to control them and trying to get them to do exactly what you want in the certain way that you like it done. Maybe you're just not even sure that there is another way to parent. And I want you to know that you can make new choices every day. Okay? You do not have to continue to struggle the way that you've struggled with your children. And if you've listened to my podcast for any time, any length of time, I have tons of resources for you. I have a lot of really incredible episodes for you to listen to that are going to walk you through what does that positive parenting journey look like? What are some of the mistakes that you may have been making in the past? And what are some new decisions that you can make? So in the show notes below, I'm going to pop in some episodes that I think would be a great compliment to today's episode. But I know that you came here to figure out how do you recover after a mommy meltdown? So let me share with you these five steps. Step number one, you need to recognize your responsibility. Okay, you need to take ownership of your actions. The way that we react in a situation, it's our fault. Okay, it is no one else's fault, the way that we react. Okay, of course, the way that your children act and certain circumstances that happen, they are going to trigger a response, but the response that you make is not your child's fault. It is yours. So you need to own that. You need to recognize your responsibility. Avoid blaming your actions on someone else. After you have recognized the responsibility, I want you to release the guilt. So I don't know about you guys, but typically my first response after I lose my temper with my children is first to blame, (laughs) blame them, right? Like, how could you do that? Like, I'm so angry. But then my second response is to feel massive guilt, like shame, pain, like just sadness about how I could have acted that way or treated my child that way or said those things to my child. And so what I want you to do is I want you to recognize your responsibility, but I want you to release that feeling of guilt as soon as you can. And and, and that doesn't mean that you are going to be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to feel guilty, so I'm cool. Like, what I'm saying is in order for you to heal and in order for you to do better, you can't be overcome by shame and guilt because you cannot break free of that until you make the decision to forgive yourself. And so what I want you to do is I want you to say no to that guilt and shame. Okay, I want you to say, I feel really bad right now, but I'm not going to stay there. So I'm going to release this guilt. 
And I'm going to move on to step two, which is to reflect. Now, this is important. And I know that a lot of you are going to be listening and be like, okay, but I don't have time to do this step. And it doesn't have to be as in-depth as I'm going to share with you right now, but it can be super simple. So let me share with you what I mean by reflect. So I want you to give yourself some time to cool down after the meltdown. I want you to give yourself some time to think about what just happened. If you're able to, I want you to write out what you're thinking. Write it all out. Nobody is going to read it. I want you to get all these thoughts out of your head, whether they're negative, whether they're mean, whether they're hurtful, like get them all out onto paper. And I want you to go through and I want you to like figure out why did that just happen? Okay, so and maybe that's jumping ahead. But you're going to sit and reflect. So one of the tips I have for you is to create a safe place for you and for each of your children I want you to model to them what it looks like to calm down. So I used to um, intern while I was going to school to be a teacher. I interned in a preschool classroom because I have my degree in elementary education, but I have an emphasis in early childhood. And so part of my required internship was to volunteer in a preschool setting. And the coolest thing that I saw there was they had a beanbag and it was called the safe place. And anytime a child was having a really hard time, we would redirect them to the safe place. And there was like different breathing exercises that they could do with cards and pictures. There were different things that they could be playing with, like a stress ball or a sensory ball or something that would help calm them down. And so this is a really great idea for you to have in your own room and to give your kids their own safe space where they can go and calm down when they're feeling really overwhelmed or when they're feeling really angry. Another thing that I think would be really helpful during this reflection time is to listen to some calming music put on some essential oils. One of my favorite essential oils is called Balance by doTERRA. It's a great one. And just allow yourself to reflect. And while you're reflecting, that that brings me to step number three, which is to get to the root of your anger. So I have this visual in my head because I was doing some research about this and there is this visual called the anger iceberg. And some of you may have heard about it before, but I'm going to share it with you guys over on my Instagram. And basically what it is, is that what people see on the surface does not always depict the whole story. So imagine an iceberg and the part sticking out of the water is the anger that we all see, right? That is a secondary emotion that is very visual and very audible, right? Because when people get angry, you can see it and you can usually hear it in their voice. And so just imagine that that top part of the iceberg is anger. Well, if we went deeper under the surface of the water, what are some of those primary emotions that we might see under there? Because generally speaking, there is usually always an underlying emotion that we need to uncover. Now, these are some feelings such as sadness, inadequacy, embarrassment, frustration, fear, hurt, rejection. These are all things that trigger our anger, right? 
So these are all a deeper rooted issue that we're dealing with. And then we just express it and show it through anger. Usually it is one of the fastest, easiest emotions to go to. And so that I want you guys to just kind of have that picture in your head when you're getting angry. And so this step three is getting to the root of that. So we need to figure out why are we angry? What triggered that anger? So we need to recognize the trigger in order to prevent this meltdown in the future. So when you get really frustrated, I want you to take a break, go to your safe place and be thinking about what triggered your meltdown. Now, like I said before, some of you are going to be like, I don't have time for that. I'm in the middle of Target. How am I going to like, you know, go reflect? This doesn't have to happen immediately, but it does need to happen. Okay, so maybe you're just going to survive that moment. You're going to calm your child down. You know, maybe you're not ready to apologize right then. Maybe you need to go home, cool off, and then have the conversation. But eventually, at some point, I need you to get to the root of the anger. Because if you don't, this is going to keep happening over and over and over again, and it's never going to be resolved. Okay, and so I also think it's super helpful if you can start to write down in your phone, like keep a note in your phone of what triggers you and how you can prevent it. So some of these triggers could be your child's reaction to something, right? So if you know that you are triggered by your child's whining, or if you know you are triggered by your child's meltdown in Target, like these are some things that you need to make note of. That way you can start to formulate a plan of how you can prevent that in the future. And this episode, I really don't have a lot of time to like break that down, but that would probably be a really good future episode to know like recognizing triggers and how to combat that. Um, But I want you to be thinking about those triggers and I want you to be keeping a record. Sometimes I know for me that if I have skipped a meal, I am way more highly likely to explode and um, get frustrated when my children are having a hard time. So I want you to make that list and Think about what you can do to help in the future prevent that. Okay, step number four, after you have had a chance to recognize your responsibility, you've released the guilt, you've reflected, and now you've gotten to the root of the anger, I want you to reconcile and reconnect. So this is the perfect time for you to apologize to your child or your spouse or whoever you just lost your temper with. Ask them for forgiveness and explain to them what you discovered during your reflection and let them know how you will do better in the future. So this is a perfect way to model for your children conflict resolution skills, calming down when you are frustrated, but also owning that responsibility. And I think that the more that we can do this in front of our children and show our children what it looks like to apologize and ask for forgiveness, they're going to know how to do that in the future when they need to apologize and ask for forgiveness. It also opens up just a really perfect doorway into conversation with your child about hardship and struggle and the fact that 
It's hard to get along with people and especially people that you live with. I've always had really amazing conversations with my children after this, especially with my daughter, because as she's getting older, she's understanding more and more, right? She's understanding, you know, the fact that her words have more power than she realized. And sometimes that's a good thing, but usually, you know, when we're talking in, in regards to melting down, it's, it's a negative thing, right? So you have to be really careful about the words that you use and know that the, that you can't take them back, right? Once you have said something hurtful, you can't take it back. You can ask for forgiveness, but that's still going to be something that was potentially harmful to one of your relationships. And so I think that's so important to model to your children. And then after you've had that time to reconcile and have that conversation with them about the struggle and that adults make mistakes too, and this is how we can do better in the future, reconnect with them. Ask ask to read a book or snuggle, play a game, something that allows them to know that that you're, that you're okay, right? The, the worst thing I feel like that you could do is just sweep it under the rug and move on, right? Like I feel like so often that's how conflict is dealt with. Mom and dad explode and the kids go to their room and then, you know, at dinner time you come out and then everyone's like back to normal. And that's not the way that I want to raise my children. And I don't think that's the way you want to raise your children either. We want to resolve the issue. We want to let our children know that we still love them and that our explosion or mommy meltdown is not a reflection of who they are. It was just a moment of hardship for us. And and we've explained why. So hopefully that will help them to understand that we are human as well. It's not just kids who make mistakes. Adults make mistakes too. Okay, and step number five is going to be recharge. So if you look at any of the research, I've done quite a bit of research about anxiety and depression and like flipping your lid and why we go to anger so fast, right? Why that's like almost, it seems like a primary emotion, but it's it's a secondary emotion, That's because we are not taking enough time for us to fuel our cups, right? To re-energize, to refuel and recharge. And so self-care, you hear me talk about it a lot on this podcast. It is one of the foundational pillars in my course and will be one of the foundational pillars in the membership community. It is so crucial that you take care of yourself first if you want to have any capability and capacity to take care of others. And so I want you to think, are you getting enough alone time to recharge? Are you treating yourself? Are you getting enough proper nutrition? What are the steps that you are taking to make sure that you are taken care of first? And if you don't know what that looks like, this is the perfect thing for you to focus on that self care, that self-awareness, that is so crucial. And I know a lot of mamas skip right over it because they think, oh, well, you know, I just don't have time. But you really honestly do not have time not to. There is another thing that I wanted to just mention to you guys is that um, there is a magnesium 
powder that I have heard about. It's called Calm. You can get it on Amazon and it's an anti-stress drink, but it's also really good for your brain. So it just helps the chemistry of your brain um, be more calm, exactly what the title of the magnesium is. So if you guys have any issues with that stress and that like bottled up anxiety, like I totally recommend checking that out. I also want you guys to think about, is this a reoccurring pattern? Are you losing your temper a lot? Like, more so than being calm? Because if so, it might be a good idea to consult a counselor. I know that it's becoming more normal to talk about, and I really want you guys to think about this, but having a counselor and someone that you can speak to can really help you figure out a path to wellness and a path to less of those mommy meltdowns. It also might be super helpful to consult a naturopath and get really to the root cause of what's happening. I actually should have said that first. I would do that first. It could be a nutrient or hormone imbalance. It could be that you have another health concern or issue that you might not be aware of. And so I would definitely recommend those two things if you feel like this is out of control. And I think that you know if it is, right? It is something that you do not have to be like afraid of or ashamed of. I think the more vulnerable that you can be, the more willing you are to get the support that you need, the faster you're going to get those results that you're looking for, which is that more peaceful, calm environment around your family. Okay, so just to recap, the five steps to recover after a mommy meltdown is to, number one, recognize your responsibility and release the guilt. Number two, reflect on the situation. Step three, get to the root of the anger. Step four, reconcile and reconnect. And step five, most importantly, is to recharge and re-energize. So I hope that you guys have found today's episode to be helpful. I hope that you do not feel ashamed about those mommy meltdowns because that is actually a indication of a deeper rooted issue that you need to work through. And so don't feel like you have to do this alone. This is something that a trusted friend can help with your naturopath, a counselor. I am here to talk to you guys. I am always here. So reach out to me over on Instagram. I'm at The Purpose Gathering. I would love for you to screenshot this episode and share it out on Instagram so that other mamas can find this peace and this empowerment that they do not have to live in shame of those mommy meltdowns. They they happen. They're a real thing. We all experience them. And there's this system that I want them to be able to walk through. So I am so excited to chat with you guys next week. Send me a DM over on Instagram. I love having conversations with you guys. And until next time, I'm always here rooting for you. And you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. 
You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S to join our private Facebook group. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Be sure to follow and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please head to iTunes, even if you're an Android user, and let other mompreneurs know why you love the show. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find this show. I choose one review every episode to share, and yours could be the next one. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.